Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and you are listening to another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl, where we are about bettering self and spirit, but from a homegirl, just like you perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. So today, um, this is another episode where there's no polish, there's no cute shit, there's no insta- uh, with intro music, there's no no polish, like I said, no production. The reason why is usually I like to give my audio to my production team well in advance, and I had no intentions on putting out an episode today. But yesterday, you know, I said, you know, something's on my heart. And I've been doing a confrontation series. I did, I think, three parts on my tribe letter. Um, if you want to sign up, I'll tell you how in just a moment. But I was telling my tribe, um, you know, what to do when people got you twisted, when you the one actually doing the twisting, you know what I'm saying, and how to handle that. And it, it's only fair that we talk about disconnect. But I did want to do that with the... Um, with the tribe, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into that in just a moment, but I want to actually do an episode talking about the art of the disconnect because it is indeed an art. So, before we get there, you know, as usual, I cannot do any podcast anything without um, thanking you all for tapping in out of the tens of thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land. You choose to limit your ears for about an hour or so once a week. Well, usually, you know, and I hella appreciate that. And I'm gonna try to make this episode short. Well, not short, not like a 15 minute or anything like that, but not quite an hour. I don't really think that it's going to be that long a genre. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. Um, Let's see, what's some housekeeping things? Oh, the pop-up shop is on the way. All right, save some coins, then you buy, you know, save you a couple of $20 bills, maybe three $20 bills, and stay tuned. It's coming very soon. It's not going to be up longer than a certain amount of time, so I'm not going to be out here just selling shirts and things like I did, um, you know, that you may know me for. I'm not going to have just a, a store of just open inventory. We pretty much going to launch limited quantities of what we got and um, ship the mortars and shut down. It's not going to be um, a long time type of situation, so just letting you know better to tap in than be left out, you know? Also, don't forget to tap in for Tribe Text by texting Scorpio to 323-765-3996. Again, text the word Scorpio to the number 323-765-3996. I normally hit people up about every 7 to 10 days. Men, if you got a partner at the house, let them know that you have signed up for my tribe text, okay? I don't want nobody, girlfriend, wife, spouse, partner, boyfriend, whoever, getting upset at me because they thinking I'm texting you and I'm just out here trying to tap tap into like some inspiration in your life, you feel me? I'm just in your inbox for good, not to steal, okay? So please let your folks know, like, you know, if y'all, especially if y'all on the share plan, oh my goodness, I can see now. Who the hell is 323-765-3996? Like, for real, just tap me in, save the context so you know that when that text comes in, it's me, okay? <laughs> All right, so also, don't forget to sign up for Tribe Letter. I have left the link in the show notes, um, as well as the um, information to tap into Tribe Text, as well as the phone number and the, and the code word to get in. I've also left that in the show notes, so if you're listening to the podcast on any other platform, definitely look at the notes so that you can go ahead and get everything so you don't forget and um, also, if you haven't left the review, you know, leave a review, an honest review. I mean, I can sit here and beg for five stars, but for what? That, that ain't honest, that ain't honest. So just let me know, you know what I'm saying? Give a third-party objective uh, review. Well, I, I say objective. I mean, it's subjective to you, but to me, I'm not telling people to leave me good reviews is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's on your heart, don't forget to tap me and leave a, uh, leave a review for your girl, you feel me? And um, have people that are new to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast get a 
um, get a view of what it is that's not from my perspective. Because if you ask me, I'm going to say my shit is dope. You feel me? <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, if you think it's dope, that's great too. But it's better to hear from other people that might have been positively affected versus me. Because I'm going to push minds, okay? So, with that being said, um, bear with me, y'all. I have my, again, I'm, I'm on the go. It was a last minute on my heart episode. And I, I'm feeling really good about it. Um, we off the dome, no notes. Uh, per usual, maybe 90, 95, maybe 90, 95 percent of the time I don't have notes so it feels good I feel like if y'all if y'all are creators y'all know this feeling this feeling where it's like oh I gotta get it off I gotta get it off before I lose the energy that's behind it so that's kind of where I'm at with it I'm really really excited so with the art of the disconnect it's pretty it's, it's simple right it sounds simple but the way I look at it in my life is everybody cool today ain't cool no more that's regardless of race that's regardless of of class creed sexual orientation whatever it is whatever you identify as you cool so you're not cool no more. Simple as that with me. Um, when it comes to problems, I always tell people, unless you've met my sweet little old grandmama, um, you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. Because to, to, to meet her, that means you really, 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 really know me. But there are times where even in the process of getting to know people, there may be some misunderstandings. And things got to happen. And sometimes things don't always happen for the best. And you have to separate from whoever it is that you want to separate from. And sometimes people show you a side that just seems unacceptable. Well, it seems acceptable until you give in. It seems acceptable until you give in. Give in could be damn near anything. It could be giving away your vulnerability, giving away your trust, giving in sexually, um, telling folks your darkest secrets. And, and when that happens, time passes and then people seem to lose whatever uh, respect or whatever a pedestal or whatever you want to call it whatever little thing that made you special to them to where they were not handling you correctly that shit is gone they're now mishandling you whether they realize it or simply don't care that they're doing it so then it kind of makes you wonder like was it a switch up or was it really how they were the whole time and um, I know for me I've dealt with all types of situations with relationships friendships business situations you know shit was sweet and and then things turn sour i'm not the only one you know i'm pretty sure we all can name something where it was all good so it wasn't good no more and then next thing you know you know it was all good just a week ago and then you don't even talk to that person you don't follow that person on social media no more you block that person or you know what i'm saying five ten years later you still don't fool with that person so disconnect is a very normal normal part of our experience and i'm saying that and i'm emphasizing that because i used to think that wasn't necessarily the case i was a person and i'm saying this for people that are like me that are that used to struggle or are still struggling with the part that the disconnect is very much so a normal part of our journey and experience the problem happens is when we try to extend that because we like to be ride or die not knowing when it's time to get out the damn car you know what i'm saying so um I've always been like, oh, we going my peoples is my people. Yeah, that's cool and everything, but sometimes times don't make up for, uh, time limits don't make up for good people, if that makes sense. Just because you've been down for 15, 20, 25 years don't mean that we get to hold you to shit that you did 5, 10, 20, 25 years ago. If the person isn't serving you and treating you correctly on, on year 30 or year 15 or, or month number six, regardless, it's time to let them go. Or they might let you go. So we're going to discuss both instances where the disconnect happens and there's going to be a part two so stay tuned i'm gonna tell you how to tap into that because we're not gonna give it all away this episode but we're gonna definitely go over the different types of disconnect scenarios bear with me y'all i'm really excited i'm so excited so if you hear like the little uh if you have apple uh 
earbuds, you'll know that little feeling where your mic brush against something. I'm over here literally moving around and everything. So I'm sorry in advance if you hear that, but I'm just so excited. I'm literally animated. I wish y'all could see me. Next time I'm going to probably start filming some more episodes, but that's another story. So here are some ways that I've noticed or experienced disconnect, okay? I mean, I like to think that I'm good at, at discerning who I allow in my life, but again, it's just a part of life. So sometimes things happen. And if you have put yourself in a situation where you didn't quite discern properly, hey, it's okay. Players mess up too. Okay, as my homeboy Daryl say, players mess up too. Um, and that's completely fine. Don't be so hard on yourself when you realize that you thought you found you a real one in any capacity and then they're not, okay? So the first disconnect scenario of the art of the disconnect episode is the fire show disconnect this one is as petty as it gets i'm talking like bells and whistles audiences public displays of the whole i don't fuck with you-ness you feel me this is usually the messiest but it has been very effective for better or for worse with getting the point across this can turn people off because of how extreme it can get it can also wrap people up because some folks may like the drama or it may speak to a person that might necessarily um they might necessarily like the the hmm, how do i say it underdog so to speak so when people kind of get exposed to what it is, those kind of people, they might like that kind of stuff because it's like serves you right. You know, some people like to see uh, retribution or retaliation or or a consequence happen um, in real time. So those, you know, those kind of people like that kind of stuff. Not saying it's good or bad, just saying. Now, I've used this method. I had to pause real quick. I've used this method. And um, when I've used this method, I had no fucks to give and zero to lose. Okay. I'll give you an example in a minute. So this usually comes with a fist fight or the potential to escalate. And the reason why is because it is so high strong, high passion, high drama. And if there's audiences involved, that means that there's now more at stake because there are people watching. So how you conduct yourself and, and, and do this once an audience is involved, it's like, damn, I'm going to bitch out and they're going to punk me or am I going to give it all I got and I'm not going to stop till I end up on top. May the pettiest, most prepared most strategic win that's pretty much the model of this kind of disconnect right um shouty matches you know what i'm saying that's a that's a form of, of the fire show disconnect um keep it a thousand story time i'm gonna keep it short and some of y'all that, that follow me and have known me for a very long time will know this story you will know it as a slap heard across the world this is in no way a, a flex or nothing like that but it is a part of my life and i don't mind sharing it it was embarrassing but i don't mind sharing it so when i was a freshman in high school there was a boy that i was uh seeing uh, never had sex with him, nothing like that. Uh, no, no type of sex at all. You know, there's different kind of sex, oral, anal, vaginal, whatever. I say that to prove the point of why, why I'm, you know, I'm telling the story in just a moment. But you're gonna have to remember that. So I never had any kind of sexual uh, relationship with him, and we broke up. And you know, it's typical high school mess, petty shit. I went to a very large, very large high school. Okay, so we had four lunches at the time. So on average, there may have been anywhere from two to three, four hundred kids in the lunch at any given day any given day it's gonna be a couple of hundred some kids so we had gotten to a previous showering match i think a few days prior to this incident and i didn't like how that went down i was embarrassed because i felt like he was trying to play me for a sucker in public and when you're 14 years old um your ego is very important to you and how you get down in terms of how your, your social standing is is somewhat important and um being a freshman, you know, how you start your freshman year, that's how you're going to get judged. Yes, judged. For the remainder of your high school career. So I knew that coming out the gate, that wasn't a move. Now, mind, this is the end of freshman year, about May. 
heading towards finals. And because um, DeKalb County graduates their kids around Memorial Day. So it's probably maybe, I think, a week or two before graduation. Um, so we get to another shouting match. And we we talking and we going back and forth. And I'm getting my shit off. You feel me? Like, I'm like, oh, he, I, oh, I, he got it. He got it the last time. I'm going to get it this time. Again, nothing to lose, no fucks to give. And he said, and we over these long, long tables. And we're shouting across the opposite ends of the table. So I'm facing him. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 Shut the fuck up, you fucking hoe. And, like, it got silent. And you hear, like, a, ooh, like, damn. So I feel away because I'm thinking in my head, regardless, this man didn't shout at me. He'll be a cussing at me. Ain't nobody broke this up, number one. Number two, he didn't call me a fucking hoe, quote, unquote, fucking hoe, in front of everybody. So now, regardless of the context, even if he's just saying, you know, disrespectfully, you a hoe, people might take that literally. They might think I'm a hoe for real. And, um, again, when you're younger and you really care about what people think about you, well, I don't know. I kind of, well, honestly, I've never, honestly, I've never given a fuck about what people have thought about me. That shit don't pay my bills. That shit don't spiritually enrich me. That shit don't, it, it does nothing for me. So it was like the negativity was kind of like, okay. But again, learning this on the journey, I think my pride was more hurt because I didn't get the last word. And that was the last word of that argument. So I said, okay, there's nothing I can say because the crowd has pretty much sided with him. I'm going to have to escalate this bit. So I pretty much remain calm. And I used to fight, not, not a lot, but enough in my childhood. But I sat there and he dapping his friends up like, yeah, I got her, whatever, whatever. And um, I guess he ain't seen me start walking around the table. And um, I walk around these long tables. So it take me a minute to walk. It used to take me a good maybe 45 seconds to walk over there. And so these folks, again, didn't break it up because they want to see a, a, a shit show. They let me walk to him. He had his back turned to me. I tap him on the shoulder. He turned around. As soon as he turned around, walk. I popped the shit out of him. I did. And I'm not proud of that. And I would never advise nobody to put hands on nobody, especially not no damn man. But um, because, again, we know how, how that, that argument can go. I mean, some men don't believe in hitting women, period. Some men say you a woman until you hit me. And then after that, you know, it's really whatever. So I'm not advising. I'm not saying that I was right at all. Um, I definitely had to uh, suffer the consequences for that. He did not hit me back, though. He did grab my shoulders because he thought I was going to start wailing on him. So um, once that happened, everybody was like, whoa. So now everybody, it's a show. It's a real show now. You know what I'm saying? Like. We, we get it popping, unfortunately. So I got I got the last say in there. I was like, fuck it. He going to sit there and do all this and, and get all extra with it and tell me I'm, you know, shut the fuck up. You fucking home. I'm about to smack the shit out of him and it's going to be over. And that's what happened. So um, we go to the office and they put us in in-school suspension. And then while we in-school suspension, we low-key writing those back and forth. And at that point, it was over. Like, it was <laughs> just like that. It was over. It was like, look, man, like, we're not going to get back together. But, like, let's at least be cool, dog. And I had a boyfriend at the time, too. And he didn't do shit either. And I looked at him sideways like, wow, wow, you a B.A.N. for that. If you know what I mean, you know that you'll know what a B.A.N. is, okay? But that's how I was thinking at 14. I said, damn, you ain't even, well, 15. I was 15. I'm sorry. I was like, wow, um, you a B.A.N. for that. And honestly, um, I have a couple of other stories of, of men not being protectors. But we can get to that another episode. But you better believe I side-eyed him. I was like, uh-uh. And I think that incident also helped me realize that um my man whoever that may be my husband whatever has to be a protector not saying that he needs to protect me when i start doing dumb shit 
but just in general like if things go awry for any reason i need to know that my man has the uh the cojones as my homegirls would probably say out here to make sure that they can handle business when necessary if my life or their life or our family's life is at stake but that's a sidebar so after we after that i mean there's still more consequences um from what i remember I think they said that, I think since he grabbed my shoulder, he wasn't going to slap me back. I knew that because I ain't think he's not that kind of dude. Um, but I think they, they suspended him too because they tried to say that since he put hands on my shoulders to, to stop me from um, to stop me from hitting him again or he thought that he you know I was going to hit him again, they gave him suspension as well. So we had one day in school, one day out of school. And I tried to tell them, no, 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 don't do that. He did, and I, I told the truth. Now, some people would have tried to milk it and said, oh, you hit me back. No, no, no. I told him, I said, hey, I'm the only person that, that, that slapped and did anything that would be considered physical contact. And they said, no, no, no. Him grabbing your shoulders is enough for us. And I said, please don't. And I had to let him and his mother know because me and his mama was cool. I said, hey, just let you know, I had nothing to do with that part. And we and his mama talked and we cleared the air and she actually taught me a lesson. When shit don't align, it don't align. When you got to go through all that, it ain't worth it. Son or no son. Whether who's right or who's wrong. If it has to get that bad, that's not where you need to be. I learned that lesson at ninth, ninth grade. And we talked to him and we still, you know, we cordial, you feel me? He's married now and has children. I'm really happy for him. No no love lost at all. I mean, again, it was over by, by what, the second hour after it happened? But again, that's a fire show disconnect. And um, was it effective? I, I think it really depends on the vantage point. You feel me? Like, I was told it was too far, too public, too crazy. Um, but then some people were like, shit, you got to get your respect by any means necessary. So again, this depends on the vantage point. It really depends if you care about what the fuck they got to say anyway. And I mean, in that case, I really didn't because, you know, I just didn't. Um, so in the social media age though, because again, this is before social media was like the, uh, motivation for everyone's purpose of living, because you know, sometimes some folks just do shit for the gram and the gram only. Um, and it's, it's better to do shit for show and actually do shit for shit. So, um, this is the watch my live. I'm finna air this whole out at 5 p.m. That kind of stuff. Or, you know, the yelling, the, the lives where it's two people and they going back and forth and arguing or world star or uh, YouTube videos exposing folks. Like, that's the fire show disconnect. Because, again, it's extra, it's messy, it's loud, and it requires an audience. Um, you normally see this on blog sites. You feel me? Again, it's high on drama and showmanship. You know? All right. The next disconnect is the I see you disconnect right now this one is the least confrontational until somebody don't get the message and they either gonna come retesting your boundaries or trying to find a way to latch on to you this is like a oh you didn't see something you ain't like but you ain't really in the in the space or have the energy to actually tell these folks that i'm fucked up this is like the oh i see you okay bet i'm gonna just this is myself and then you just don't talk to them no more now you may or may not need the final conversation and the pro of that is that it avoids all that extra shit, right? But the bad news is that that person don't get the message. They go continue to try to attach themselves onto you until they, one, get the hint, even if, if, but again, everybody don't take hints, okay? So that's not really the most direct approach to where people get the message. And because everyone's different, you know what I'm saying? What you may think is, damn, don't you get the message? Somebody might not even think like you. They might be like, oh, I thought you was busy. We was cool before. And they'll just keep trying to latch on and do whatever until you have to finally tell them, hey, bro, leave me alone. Or until they actually just get the messages and just, um, you know, leave you alone. So the next disconnect is like the 
right, that's my time. Disconnect. And if y'all watch any kind of comedy show, uh, for me growing up, that was like the end of like the comedy set. So a, a comedian may have like a five minute set, might have told him a real good ass joke, and then the dude tell him to wrap it up in the back. He'd be like, all right, that's my time. I got to go. My name is so-and-so. I'm out. Peace. And then they would leave. That's where I got the, <laughs> all right, that's my time from, right? These, I'm not saying comedians are, are, are uh, cowards. I'm just saying that kind of reminds me of that last little final thing because they say that shit and they get off the stage. So this approach is for cowards who don't want to hold themselves accountable, right? The shit gets too real and they just got to go. All right, that's my time. I got to go. You know what I'm saying? These are for people that made a mistake and they might have to answer to somebody else. And they just dip out with no clarity and they dip out with no ceremony. No nothing. Not a not a damn A. What I did was, oh, I'm finna go. Nothing like that. Okay? On the flip, on the good side, sometimes that might be leaving a job that don't do you no good and you leave without notice. All right, that's my time I'm out. That ain't cowardly to me. If a job is killing your mental health and you gotta go, what would you owe them if they don't give a fuck about you anyway? I, but again, that's my take on, on two week notices on toxic work environments. We ain't talking about folks that did you good. We talking about folks that ain't do right by you. That's the flip side to where that approach could be pretty pretty decent. Um, but um, what's another one? Oh yeah, so these people that do the "I that's my time" type of disconnect are usually people that corrupt their power or influence, and they take the easy way out. You know what I'm saying? Like an example of this, and a real sobering example a real world application of the disconnect of this kind is the police officers that kill people in the street and they get to resign before they're fired. There's usually no comments. They comment through your lawyer. They, they don't have nothing to say. That's the cowardly. I right, that's my time. They done did some wrong ass shit. They don't want to answer for it. They get the fuck on and live their life. Um, also in personal lives, it would be like your cheating partner or a business partner that stole money and dipped. Somebody didn't did wrong by you and just left out no, no nothing, no accountability whatsoever. Now, if you find these people and you want them for answers, they're going to flip on you like you wrong. And they're going to use aggression when they actually have to face their actions because they're not built to handle themselves accordingly. Immaturity, unevolving at its finest. The next disconnect is one we're all familiar with, the digital disconnect. That's my least favorite. Um, along with the, all right, that's my time, disconnect. This is done through social media, email, or text. It's done in letters, not vocal inflections, and not through direct person-to-person conversations, okay? Back in the day, these were called Dear John letters. That's your mommy or your grandmama. She'll know. Ask her what a Dear John letter is. Now, according to Wikipedia, the origin of the Dear John letter is that, um, given that the name John was a really popular name from, like, 1880 to 1923, um, I always thought it meant John Doe because, you know, when they don't know someone's anonymous, uh, excuse me, someone's um, name or something like that or an anonymous person, they call them John Doe. But apparently, according to Wikipedia, uh, John was a popular name from 1880 to like 1923-25-ish. While these Johns, since there were so many men named John during this time period, while they were away serving in the military and doing things like that, their lover would find another lover. So these letters would be, Dear John, I done found somebody else to fool with while you've been away because you've been away for so long. And that's pretty much what those letters meant. So as soon as you seen Dear John, you knew what it was. You was finna get your woman or your man took by whoever it was that took them. Um, and the letter back then also, this is before like, you know, phones, like cell phones. So the letter was a more uh, prominent form of communication. So um, 
I also didn't know that Dear John letters were also referred to uh, letters from jobs that reject you after you apply. I didn't know they were Dear John. I know we all didn't got some of them. Okay. So um, that's another one. And um, it also could refer to our own two week notices. So the same way I said walking off a job was a, in my opinion, a job that destroys your mental health and just walking off with no notice. That's the good version of the um, I, that's my time disconnect. They're saying that actually doing a two week notice for a, for a job, you know, separating the quote unquote correct way um it's actually a form of a dear john letter which would be um you know hey you know just let you know i'm serving my two weeks out uh thank you for the opportunity i'm gonna move on to other things or expand my horizons or whatever so um i think business emails for the sake of legal documentation could be done well with the digital disconnect um, but when it comes to things that are very specific and messy, they may need a follow-up conversation. Uh, because again, if it ain't, it could be viewed as cowardly. Again, it depends on whether you care about what people think of you or not. Um, I think those kind of things, the letters, the digital disconnect, I think that serves the person disconnecting well. Um, but I don't think it does the same for the person being disconnected. I think it leaves more questions and answers because, you know, when you have something in black and white, the opportunity to reread and analyze and pick things apart and possibly overanalyze and overthink and read too much in it, that can happen. And then that can leave people with more questions and more confusion versus just the standard, you know, hey, let's just have this conversation. You got any questions? All right, cool. Let's bounce. Best of luck in your life. Now, the part B of this digital disconnect and, um, and dash is actually a social media comment slash block or the the typical I'm unfollowing you and blocking and I actually had this example happen two weeks ago if you follow me on Instagram you'll see the the uh the video where I got upset that a woman disrespected me and, and touched my hair because she said that my hair was killing her when in actuality all it was doing was my braid was swinging behind my chair unbeknownst to me she had uh she was scrunched up right on the back of my chair she had her computer she was trying to take notes in a seminar that we were in my braid apparently was swinging in the screen of her laptop that was completely like pressed against the back of my chair because the rows are very close together rather than tell me that she had a problem with my hair hey excuse me can you move your braids in the way no problem she didn't say that um what it was is that i i felt something touching my braid and didn't realize it was touching my braid until um i actually saw her do it. i kind of like turned my head and i saw her do it so i said oh so she's been doing it this whole time but what i would notice is that when i would feel this this motion on my head her and her friends would laugh and be snarky and crack little jokes and shit and i don't like passive aggressiveness like that um, and I just had to get her, I had to get her a lot of cotter outside. You feel me? So that letter, I mean, that video was the aftermath of me catching her outside and letting people know, don't touch people's hairs. Don't invade personal space. And it was also from a perspective of a black woman, given that my hair has been very, um, misjudged and stereotyped and made fun of and ridiculed and outlawed. I mean, look around California just did legislation that made my hair legal a couple of, a uh, couple of months ago, maybe four months ago, four or five months ago. So it wasn't even legal in my workplace to wear those kind of braids until the summer of 2019, which is pretty ass backwards. But for black women, hair is a very, 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 very personal sore spot for us. Don't fuck with it unless you're ready for a reaction that you're not prepared to receive. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful. That's all I'm saying. So that was what the video was about. And there was a white woman, and I'm saying this for the sake of, of context, because there were a lot of white women that understood and I respect that. Thank y'all for understanding. But there was a white woman that said that um, people touch her crystals all the time and she doesn't say anything. Therefore, I should have been more gracious with allowing this passive aggressive ass woman 
to touch my braids and make fun of my hair, which is very much so a representation of my, uh, my identity as a black woman in this world. But she said that I should have gave her more of a pass. And since I'm not giving her a pass like I should have, I was not spiritually evolved enough. Therefore, I was going to lose a follower like I gave a fuck because I really don't give a fuck about that. When somebody unfollowed me, I could really care less. And y'all shouldn't either. This shit ain't no real life friendship. That means that people follow us for different reasons. I'm going to go on a quick little sidebar. There are some people that really fool with you when they follow you. The followers that fool with me, thank y'all very much. I fuck with y'all. There are people that also follow us to be nosy. There are people that follow us to study us, our blueprint, what we're doing, how we're doing it, so they can replicate it and do the same. I know this for a fact because I see people do that to me as well. Copyright infringement, trademark infringement, I'm about that. So I know for a fact that some of those followers are superficial. And that's okay because that's the nature of humans. You're not gonna, everyone's not gonna like you. Everyone's not gonna wanna follow you with pure intentions. That's how the game go. And then there's some people that are on the fence about you, but they're not quite sure. And then, you know, they, if you see, if they see what you're about, maybe they'll stick around, maybe they won't. Either way, I'm about alignment. So whoever aligns, cool. If not, shit, bye. So that's pretty much what that was. So that's another digital disconnecting dash where you pretty much get all your little points off, whether you're right or wrong, justified or not, and then you block. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing depends on why you're doing it. In that case, that girl, to me, I thought that was, I, I mean, I really didn't care, but I just, I mean, that was like, okay, whatever, don't nobody care. But for sometimes, some people, for the sake of uh, toxic relationships, which I'll get into in just a moment, sometimes you got to do that just to kind of just free your soul and, and move the fuck on. So, I mean, I understand it on both sides, um, and I agree with it on that side of freeing your soul and, and leaving leaving it behind. So, speaking of toxic relationships, the disconnect that doesn't last now, this is usually in, in relationships and friendships, more than likely relationships. This is the, I'm done. Fuck them, I'm done. But there's usually something, an element here that keeps us bounded, right? Or keeps us bonded, excuse me. I'm over here, I can't tell my mama kill me. My mama, elementary school teacher, she heard the grandma I used on this episode. She'd be like, Maria, I taught you so much better. I'm sorry, mama, I'm sorry. Damn it. But um, usually there's something here that keeps folks bound together, like, a trauma or a memory, you know what I mean? Or or like a, a business venture that's in both of their names, so they kind of got to deal with each other anyway. Uh, children, having kids, you know what I'm saying? Like I know people that have, they still mess with their kids, uh, father or mother, even though they're not together. It's just, they got to, and, and I ask them, I say, hey, why? You still love them? They're like, yeah, I mean, shit, I had a kid with them. You know what I'm saying? So like there's still there's still a love there, you know what I'm saying? And um, and it's, it manifested into a child. That they both that comes from both of them, so that could be something that bounds people together, or it could be good sex because sometimes good sex will cloud your judgment, and you'll be out here putting up with shit that you ain't supposed to put up with because you you digmatized or vaginatized or whatever. But it could be a mix of all four. We can go into soul ties and all that other shit, but um, we don't have that much time. Just know that they do exist. Um, but you can do your research on that if you like. But you got to make sure the bond is healthy and that the expression of this bond is healthy because. If it were, why would we need to constantly connect and disconnect and reconnect and create this cycle of pain and toxicity in our lives? Feel free to marinate on that as we move on to the next approach. The balanced, quote unquote, balanced approach. And this is because, quote unquote, balanced is subjective. To me, I think this is balanced. Again, with anything that I ever put out for y'all, I never want to tell y'all how to live y'all life. I can take what works and leave what doesn't because I damn sure do on the journey. And you are definitely more, uh, you're well within your right and you owe that right 
to do that. So I will say, though, with the quote unquote balanced approach, I consider this a confrontation because it is. Um, I think people kind of get squeamish at the word confrontation because they think of stuff like the fire show approach where shit got to get messy and dramatic. That's always a possibility. But at the same time, there's also situations where if the people that you're dealing with or disconnected from are emotionally and mentally, spiritually mature, they should be able to handle that without flying off the handles. Um, and usually this is a conversation because, um, not really because it's negative, but because it's more than likely going to be an in-person conversation. Um, it could be done on the phone too, but when I say like it's, it could be a conversation, that means it's going to be a head-to-head direct conversation. And um, again, if, if the person you're dealing with got a history of being volatile, I understand it because it has the potential to be static. But what this means is basically like a, hey... We should talk at so-and-so, at so-and-so's restaurant, at so-and-so time. And and you may or may not prep them on the why. You may or may not say we're going to talk about this problem or this issue or the state of our relationship or our friendship or our business situation. You may or may not prep them and you're free to do that or not do that. And then once you meet up with them, you lay it all out. Now, unless you take off running after you said what it was, you'd be like, all right, um, it's over. You did X, Y, Z. I didn't like it. You know, we're done. All right, that's my time. I'm out. And you dip out. You know, then that means that the other person is likely going to sit there and have their their um, their time to quote unquote defend um, if they if they can't really accept the answer or or give clarity if they understand and would like you to understand their point as well. And sometimes, you know, it can come to a very cordial understanding, even if y'all don't want to fool each other, fool each other no more. It can be like a Hey, you know, this isn't working. You know, yeah, well, I don't I don't agree with that, but I respect your decision. Okay, cool. Well, let's just keep it cordial from here on out or hey, let's just kind of move forward with our lives. Okay, cool. And you move on. Believe it or not, that actually happens. Um, in my adult life, like I can say that that happens a lot more than any other disconnect that I've had in my life. And I like that. And that's the approach that works best for me, but you got to be pretty damn close for me to disconnect. So, um so so yeah if none of these fit you or your experience or you're still struggling with how to actually go step by step by step in terms of how to disconnect from a mental spiritual standpoint you know I got you and I got you for the free ski so what I'm gonna do is on October 31st that is Halloween I'm going to do a special Thursday edition of the tribe letter since being Scorpio season, why not, you know? I'm going to give you an introspective guide on how to disconnect in a way that feels authentic and true to you. We're going to go there, okay? So if you have not signed up for the tribe letter, because it's going to everybody, please sign up at the link in my bio. If you follow me on social media, click the link tree on Instagram or the email on Facebook and you will see how to sign up for my mailing list. If you don't want to get off this app because you out here listening and you got other stuff, look at the show notes to click the link and you can sign up that way too if you haven't. Um, and just kind of be very clear, um, clear-minded I should say when I do this guide just to make sure that you are in a space where you're not dealing with no distractions, you don't have a lot of noise around, Make sure you clear your space, you know what I'm saying? I don't really burn sage um, at all because it is, it's in danger, number one. So for me, I, I don't even feel right burning something that I know has a possibility of being wiped off on this earth. Palo Santo, 
I actually don't buy Palo Santo anymore either because that's actually also endangered now. So I'm just burning what's left that I have. And I'm not buying that anymore. If you need to burn incense, if you need to sprinkle some Florida water, put some salt down, sweep your house, clean your house, whatever you got to do to make sure the energy is right, do that and then open the tribe letter and let's get the shit popping. All right. So that has been this episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Again, my name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. You can find me virtually anywhere at Spiritual Homegirl. Anywhere at Spiritual Homegirl. Um, if you know somebody that's out here saying they're Spiritual Homegirl, let your girl know so we can work that out. Okay. Because, um, yeah. Uh, I'm everywhere <laughs> and I don't want any confusion between who somebody is and who somebody think that is. That's all I'm saying. But I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. My website is a mess right now. We are trying to work on that, but we still going to get things moving. The pop-up shop still going to get, uh, still going to get it popping. I'm still going to do my episodes. I'm still going to do my YouTube. So to make sure you subscribe everywhere so you don't miss anything. Homegirl Thursday is the day where I launch all content with the exception of Mondays, which is tribe letters. And that's once a month for now. And if I increase it, I'll let y'all know. And um, the text, the tribe text, those come at random. The point is that I would like for them to come when you least expect it. Just a little dose of goodness for your week. You feel me? But um, that's pretty much it. My name is Maria, the spiritual homegirl. And remember, y'all, trust the journey and trust yourself. Peace.